Okay, welcome, listeners, to the last episode of Self-Evaluation. You made it to the last episode. Today we are going to be talking about the last episode of Selfie, and we will also be talking about the series as a whole. Full disclosure, if this is the first episode you're listening to, you did not make it. <laughs> Start at the beginning, and then you get our congratulations. Yes, you need to earn this. You need to earn this. And if you didn't, go back and do that. Okay, so today... Wait, wait. Who like, oh. who are we and what okay. are we? I'm just very excited about this game that I made up. My name is Beth. My name is Evan. We are Selfie Valuation, a podcast devoted to the 2014 sitcom Selfie. And for our intro, for this grand finale, Beth has what she's calling, <laughs> I'm putting air quotes around this, a game. <laughs> it's, more, it's more like an activity. Okay, are you ready? Uh, yeah, I'm, okay. I'm ready. All right, this game is called Before or After Selfie. I'm going to tell you an event in the world, and you have to tell me if it happened before or after Selfie went off the air. So when you say game, you're doing all of the asking, <laughs> and, and I'm doing and all you of have, the answering. you have to say before or after, and then I'll tell you if you're right. So it's a game of BSAS. <laughs> yes, yes. Okay, it. all right, yeah. all right, I'm ready. Okay, this is an easy one. La La Land is accidentally announced as best picture at the Oscars. That is after Selfie. Correct. That was 2017. Okay. The Curiosity rover checks in on Foursquare on Mars. Before Selfie. Correct. That was 2012. Okay. Macaulay Culkin wears a t-shirt of Ryan Gosling wearing a t-shirt of Macaulay Culkin. So wait, it's Macaulay Culkin... Culkin, Gosling, Culkin. Yes, correct. Because they've gone back and forth so many times. I want to say after Selfie. No, that was before Selfie. Uh, that was also in 2014. It was just slightly before Selfie. Right. Okay, Pizza Rat. Pizza Rat, before Selfie. After Selfie, oh. 2015. Okay, Zac Efron, for a period of time, had a YOLO tattoo on his hand, which either disappeared or was removed. So this is... I don't understand the question. Zac Efron, at some point in history, had a YOLO tattoo on his hand. He does not now have it. But was it before or after selfie? So did he have this tattoo? Like, what time period did he have this tattoo? Yes. yes. I want to say, okay, High School Musical came out in the year of our Lord, like 20, no, 2008? The first High School Musical? Yeah. I feel like it was like no, 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 wait, we were in... Because I, I think the last one came out when I was a senior in high school. Right. The sec- or, or slightly the, after? The second one came out when I was still in Thailand. Yeah. So during, when I, during my high school. Mm-hmm. The, I think it was 2005. But when did he have a YOLO tattoo? Well, it's <laughs> post-high school musical. <laughs> yeah. um, 2005. So between 2005 and 2014, that is a nine-year span. Mm-hmm. Within which I think he could have gotten a YOLO tattoo. I'm going to say before selfie. Correct. It was 2012. Okay. Left Shark. Left Shark is a Super Bowl thing? Mm-hmm. After selfie. Yes, that was 2015. Okay. Taco Bell adds a breakfast menu. Oh, I, I was going to... So sometimes when I'm less productive, I read articles on The Takeout, <laughs> okay. which is one of my favorite websites. Uh, and I remember when they started um, posting about this breakfast menu, 
no, maybe the takeout didn't exist yet. <laughs> I think the takeout started after Selfie started airing, right? Yeah. And did I read it on the takeout? Because the taco, so the Taco Bell breakfast menu is well, it's like they had these like biscuit tacos. Mm-hmm. They put like a little chicken nugget in there. They looked gross. Yeah. Um, I heard that some of them were good, like some of their offerings. I want to say before Selfie. You're correct. It was slightly before Selfie. That was yeah. also in 2014. It's really, yeah. like, really tight, though. Yeah. Okay. A raccoon climbs a 15-story building in Minnesota. After Selfie. Yeah, that was last year. <laughs> <laughs> okay. John Travolta says Adele Dazim at the Oscars. After Selfie. Before Selfie. No! That was the year of Selfie. 2014. Okay. Uh, the first Hunger Games movie comes out. The first Hunger Games movie, you know what's really funny is um, Jenny Nicholson, one of my favorite YouTubers, I follow her on Twitter, but she was like, the Hunger Games Catching Fire Mockingjay, mm-hmm. she tweeted about how like Mockingjay Part 2 is a movie that like came out, but no one's seen it. <laughs> like, people, I've seen it. I don't know anyone who has. I saw Mockingjay Part 1. I oh. still haven't seen Mockingjay Part 2. I've seen it. I've seen it. Is I think it, I saw it in the Dolly Theater. Is it good? It was fine. It's okay. At the end, they like try to age them up. Like a lot of time has passed, though, and that was like a very sad attempt. When I when I searched um, "Mockingjay Part 2, one of the main sort of like search uh, suggestions suggestions that came up was like "Mockingjay Part Two Asian Baby," um, <laughs> because there are all these people who are like, "Oh, Katniss in that last scene has like an Asian baby." But it's really just the angle. Like, they took a picture of the baby from a different angle. It's clearly a white baby. But then I saw the screenshots, and I was like, yeah, Asian baby. Hunger Games part... So before or after 2014? (laughs) I don't know if I saw it in theaters, which is what makes it tough. I want to say after Selfie. It was before Selfie. 2012, the first one came out. Okay, this, this kind of goes with it, actually. Miley Cyrus and Liam Hemsworth get engaged for the first time. Aren't they finally... They are married now. Yeah, yeah. right, yeah. right. But when did they get engaged the first time? Before or after Is this selfie? a quiz you found? No, I made this. I just Googled things that happened in 2011, things that happened in 2012. That's all you Googled? Pretty much, yeah. This is before selfie. That, that's your answer? Yeah. Yeah, 2012 was the first time. Okay. Um, Zane left One Direction. Was One Direction still together in... Tw- well, they were still together in 2014. I think they're still together now. I think they just all have solo careers. Is that possible? I don't think they're together now. I think they just occasionally do things Who's together. your favorite member of One Direction? I don't have a favorite. Niall. I don't know. <laughs> when did Zayn leave One Direction? Before or after Selfie? After Selfie. Yes, yeah, so it was 2015. Okay. Shia LaBeouf put that bag on his head that says, I'm not famous anymore, before or after selfie. Shia LaBeouf has done so many <laughs> things. Shia LaBeouf was doing this thing where, like, what was he? He was, like, raising a flag or something that was, like, anti-Nazis. And then he put it up and then, I don't know, like, people defaced it. And so he put it up in some, like, undisclosed location with, like, a webcam filming it. Yes. And people... That was, that was him? That was Shia LaBeouf. Oh, and okay. then, like, people online... Um, judging by the weather and also like um, <laughs> the vapor trails of planes above it, we're able to triangulate like the exact place where this flagpole was, and then they like vandalized it. Um, he's just done a lot of weird stuff. Put the paper bag on the head, before or after selfie? 
I want. Well, I am not famous anymore. Yeah, I'm not famous anymore. It said it on a bag, and he put I, it on his head. I remember. Yeah. This was before the Shia LaBeouf marathon that he did, where he just watched movies of himself, and then you could watch with him, which I thought was really <laughs> cool. You could sync it up and look at his reactions. But I want to say, I am not famous anymore was pre-selfie. Yes, it was also in 2014. Okay, uh, IKEA Monkey. You know, IKEA Monkey is Canadian. Yes, I know. When was it? Was it before or after selfie? IKEA Monkey. By the way, for listeners who don't know, <laughs> IKEA Monkey was a, a very small monkey found in an IKEA that was wearing like a luxurious fur coat, <laughs> yeah. like a very stylish fur coat. Yeah. I want to say. So, oh, so, so Beth just keeps hitting on the mic stand, which we are on around. <laughs> Oh, I guess we didn't say that. We are recording this in person. The only time. Okay. I, oh. I want to say that IKEA Monkey was pre-selfie. It was. That was 2012. Did you see my notes? No. Okay. A guy in Ohio raises $55,000 on Kickstarter to make potato salad before or after selfie. That was... Did he make? He made enough for like a lot of people, right? I don't know. Was, I, don't, I don't know what the outcome was. No, there was, was like a big party. This was not like a horrible scandal. <laughs> like that couple that started a Kickstarter for that homeless man, and then they were all going to split the proceeds three ways. It was You didn't hear about that? No, I didn't. Is this whole thing, they were like, oh, we found this homeless man, and like people were like, oh, this is, what a sweet story. And then people were like Aww. donating like th- tens of thousands of dollars. And then it was so much money that they were trying to like, get taxes anyway it was a whole thing it was it was like a scam from top to bottom oh anyway potato salad uh that seems pretty early internet to me so i want to say pre-selfie only slightly though this was this was 2014 yeah it became legal for women to drive in saudi arabia before or after selfie so they can drive in saudi arabia now yes when did it become legal before or after selfie can they vote can they i don't i'm asking you (laughs) I don't know. That wasn't in the article. You think that it would be? You think that it would be like in the last paragraph? Well, I guess only if they couldn't. Yeah. Yet. Probably. So they probably can. Uh, women driving in Saudi Arabia before or after mid to late 2014. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to say, I want to say after selfie. Yeah, that was 2017. Okay. Uh, Flappy Bird removed from the app store. After selfie. Yes. Uh, maybe congruent with selfie just 2014 oh, <laughs> this is your game <laughs> i didn't check which month because they they referenced flappy bird on selfie anyway. you ever play flappy bird no why I, I missed my opportunity i think well yeah because he took it off anyway. that okay do you know how much money that guy was making a lot like ten thousand dollars a day yeah and then he was like i don't want to make this much money anymore yeah. It's perplexing to me. I mean, once you have enough tens of thousands of dollars. But he could have, like, given it to charity or something. True. James Franco and Anne Hathaway are the worst Oscars hosts ever. It's because they were high, right? Well, there are theories. <laughs> Hasn't it been confirmed that they were oh, high? I don't know. I think only James Franco. I want to say after selfie. That was 2011. That was before selfie. Oh, wow. Yeah. The Hotline Bling music video and also memes before or after selfie. Was Hotline Bling before or after Selfie? You know what Drake song I really like? <laughs> You're not very good at this game. <laughs> Just answer my question. What song do you really like? Mm-hmm, by Drake. By Drake? 
God's plan. <laughs> I really like nice for what. Oh, actually, yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, it's really great. <laughs> anyway, hotline blank before or after selfie. I want to say before selfie. That was after selfie, 2015. Oh shoot. Prince William gets married to Kate Middleton. After selfie. Before selfie, 2011. Wow. <laughs> oh, Kate Middleton. I was thinking of you the Meghan Markle. You were thinking of Harry and Ma- Yeah. 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 <laughs> the Oprah Winfrey show ends. Before selfie. Yes, 2011. Justin Bieber dyes his hair blonde. <laughs> was this part of like his um, his like rebrand? Yes. Before selfie. After selfie, 2015. I was so impressed with that rebrand. That's true. Yeah. Because the music was also really good. Yeah. Okay. Kanye West gets on Twitter. Before or after selfie? After selfie. Before. 2010. The Apple Watch is unveiled. After selfie. Same year as selfie. Well, it was unveiled in 2014, and I don't think it came out until 2015. This is the last one. Red-haired emojis are introduced. This is my least favorite one. (laughs) So you really did save the worst for last. No, it ties in because Karen Gillan is red-haired. Could she have used a red-headed emoji? Why? Why? There's such a... There's such a small portion of the population. <laughs> don't they deserve their own emoji? No, I don't care. <laughs> All right, was it before or after selfie? I, I also feel like I can say whatever I want because it's like, what are they going to do? Stop listening to the podcast? <laughs> like, Red haired emojis after. That was last year, 2018. Yeah, because no one cares. <laughs> this, is, it's not, this is not a, like an important thing. Anyway, that's it. That's the whole game. I should have been keeping score. I didn't. I feel like you got like here's the thing when you're editing this you can just listen and then just splice in like right here what my score was we'll see we'll see how bored i am on monday i also definitely think i got over 50 percent. okay well we'll find out in post i guess that was the intro how long was that that was a 17 minute intro this was a choice that you made hey listen to me talk about selfie Cans of IBC in 2014, evaluating selfies, we're still hoping for season two. So the rest of this episode is going to be about three and a half hours long based on that. So I kind of, I kind of wanted to start with talking about the show as a whole, but maybe that's not the right way to go about it. Maybe we should talk about the episode quickly. And then get into Selfie as an entire series. Sure, yeah. So the last episode, I woke up like this. It starts with a flashback of Eliza as a kid, which is important because it sets up the introduction of the grown-up version of Corinne McWaters. And the episode ends with a montage. It's also, when I brought this up last week, it's very curious to introduce Corinne McWaters and have, I mean, a, a moderate amount of Charmonique, but no Sam Saberstein. Yeah, not really anyone in the office besides Charmonique and Henry and Eliza, because we don't see we don't see Charlie either. He's kind of always there. He's not even in this one. We don't see Larry. We see Joan, but like, that's kind of it. So yeah, it's it's a weird way to end the show. And we didn't research when they found they had to have known by now. I I feel like. I, I think I can say with 100% confidence that they filmed and wrote, they wrote and filmed this episode knowing it was going to be the last one. You think so? Well, I, I like, think... Like, why did it end the way it ended then? 
Why bring in a new character? Unless they wrote it knowing that it was canceled, but hoping that it would get revived? I mean, I don't think Corinne was ever meant to be a character who popped up again and again. So it, she was just kind of a one-off. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think it's interesting because when shows are canceled prematurely, a lot of the time there's a need to wrap up any and all loose ends. Mm-hmm. And with Selfie, I feel like there weren't that many. Loose ends, you mean? Yeah, correct. Yeah. yeah, that's true. I mean, I feel like they had kind of worked through what they needed to work through with the past like three episodes. So then this one was kind of just like for fun. What was, can you remind me, what was the episode I said would make a better finale? Perestroika? No, that one ends sad. No, yeah, Perestroika, because there's um, Imperfect Harmony is the one with the karaoke and everything when they're like totally at odds. And then they kind of resolve that in Imperfect Harmony. So that could have been where they ended it. Because then stick in the mud. Did you just say Imperfect Harmony twice? No, you're right, I did. (laughs) They resolved it in Perestroika. And then after that, we have Stick in the Mud, which is kind of random. And then we have this one, which is kind of random. But it's weird, though, because if I'm remembering correctly, it was on ABC until Imperfect Harmony. So on ABC, it ended with John Cho, like, singing his song at karaoke. I feel like that can't possibly be true. I'm pretty sure. Why don't you just check? This is just a side note, but Selfie started the same year as Blackish. That, are you serious? Yeah. I am... I think a season and a half behind on Blackish. Oh, it's still good. And I've also seen No Grownish. Oh, I have not watched that. Yeah. I hear it's good. Yeah. Did you type in when did Selfie on ABC Hulu when? What? Six of them were released only on Hulu. Yeah, I know. So it ended with episode seven? Yeah. Yes. Eight, nine, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14. That's wrong. 13. Yes. I just kept counting. (laughs) (laughs) So episode seven was the last one. So the last episode that was on ABC was Here's This Guy. Which was? Which was when (laughs) Henry is trying to like cut back on their lessons because he's spending too much time with Julia. So the whole thing with like the cake that she makes her. The urinary. Urinary tract cake, whatever. No, the digestive system. What? No. Do you know what a urologist does, Beth? (laughs) I mean, generally I do. <laughs> anyway, yeah, so so the whole thing with the cake and everything, that's how it ended on ABC. So everything after that is only on Hulu. Yes. That's crazy. Right. I, that's how I remember it. Yeah. I thought I thought it made it longer. I thought it was only a few episodes. No, it was, it, yeah, it was, yeah, I remember it being like a healthy number of the, of the run. Almost, like, of the almost season. half. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. Anyway, okay. So, yeah, it could, it could have ended after Perestroika. I mean, I'm glad that we got two more episodes, but they seem kind of anticlimactic after that. I think my whole thing, and and I'm just going to go into broad strokes because that's kind of, mm-hmm. kind of what I want to talk about. I've really enjoyed doing this rewatch of Selfie. This is my second time ever going through the series, unlike a show like Don't Trust the Bee, which for a while I was watching every year. Selfie, I think, is both better and worse than I remember. Hmm. Okay, so what's one way that the show is better than you remembered? I think the show is better in terms of introducing side characters that are a lot of fun, mm-hmm. that have some memorability to okay, them. Yeah. I think the show is worse in that the pacing, which isn't entirely the fault of the creators, because again, it, there's this whole situation with the cancellation, but it, yeah, it just seems it's, it seems uneven. Mm-hmm. A lot of the time. Yeah, I guess, I mean, I've watched it a few times, but I feel like really thinking about it from like 
the perspective of how is this written and created, it does now seem like they missed out on a lot of opportunities to use those other characters, you know, and like we're noticing in this last episode, they like don't even come into play at all. These characters that they've like spent time establishing, you know, like we have whole episodes devoted to like Larry and Terrence and stuff like that. And then they're just like wiped out of the show. I think Terrence in particular is very notable because he had an arc in one of the episodes. Yeah. (laughs) And then he's just like never shows up again. And it's a question of like, did the talent or the actors involved find out that the show was canceled and be like, "Uh, I'm going to go find other work. Yeah, I don't know. So then like, were they written out or were they never included to begin with? That's, I guess, I mean, it's a question we can't really answer, but because it seems like they were scheduled to do 13 episodes from the beginning, like that, typically. Yeah, that is that is normal. So had they written all 13 and filmed all 13 and then ABC just decided not to show them? Oh, wow. Well, but I do think that the, I do think that this finale, I woke up like this, has that sense of finality to it, mm-hmm. where it's just like, this is a strong ending. But I guess that could also work as a mid-season finale. Yeah. I don't know. Unless they were written and filmed, but not like fully edited at the point when they got canceled. I don't don't know what like the time frame is for shows, like how they do that. Because I'm assuming these would have been all filmed the summer before it came out. Like the year before? No, just like in the summer, I would think. And then it came out in the fall. I don't know. Does that seem normal? I think to some extent, shows always have a, a buffer. They're obviously not filming. I think with Community, I remember when I was watching Community, sometimes they would reference actual pop culture things from the week before. Oh. And that might be like a false memory, but I vaguely remember them being pretty current. Yeah. Well, in one of them, Eliza references Renee Zellweger like getting plastic surgery. And when I was making that activity, that was like late 2014. So that was like happening at the time that she was referencing it pretty much. Yeah. So I like, I, I mean, I do think that for some shows, for, for sitcoms especially because they're shorter, I mean, easier to film. Mm-hmm. I, I can't say that for a fact. Yeah. Uh, I, I do think that they can be filmed like the, the week before. I know that with single multi-camera, with the multi-camera sitcoms. Mm-hmm. They have to be filmed. They're typically doing it like the week before. Huh. Well, I listened to the Good Place podcast. It's a podcast about The Good Place. What's The Good Place? Uh, it's a show on NBC that's very good. And they film like months in advance, but they do a lot of post-production stuff because they have a lot of special effects. So I don't know if that like... Is that a spoiler for The Good Place? No, not really. <laughs> I feel like if you've seen like anything about The Good Place, you would know there are special effects. So Selfie presumably could have been filmed like as it was coming out. So then presumably... The shows that ended up on Hulu were filmed after they'd already made the switch to Hulu, for the most part. Yeah. We did notice, like, after they made the switch to Hulu, there was profanity, which there had not been any of. Which is a whole thing. It's like when the Mindy Project moved to Hulu, they started using profanity because they could get away with it. Yeah. So, yeah, I think they moved to Hulu, but they weren't officially canceled yet. So they, they moved to Hulu while there was still episodes being put on abc <laughs> no 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 i mean I, okay you had your phone open just earlier and well, didn't I'm it say thinking... like selfie canceled like december 2014 uh yeah but i think that's when it was like done done right yeah 
So on Hulu, I think they were still releasing a new one every week for a little while. Yes. So then it still had an end date. It wasn't like they all just dropped on Hulu at the same time. Correct. Yeah. Okay. They were airing as if they were on TV, but they Mm -hmm. weren't on TV. (laughs) They were just direct to Hulu. And also, like, this is just a side note, but I feel like that was fairly new for Hulu at that time. The, to do like they weren't a really serialized like exclusives. Thing. What? They weren't really like Hulu exclusives. Yeah, at that time. So, selfie might have paved the way for all the like Hulu exclusives. Uh, like, I mean, maybe. I mean, it still got canceled. <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, yeah. I do. I mean, we've talked about this before, but I feel like if if selfie was being made today. Hulu probably would have kept it around for longer. But I wonder if they just hadn't built up the infrastructure yet. I mean, I think that if Selfie was made today, Netflix would have grabbed it. Probably. And I say that with almost complete confidence. Hmm. Do you think that in... Well, I kind of want to liken it to Brooklyn Nine-Nine and what happened, but I guess there was such a strong argument for NBC to take it on. Yeah. Because it was a a Michael Schur show. Mm -hmm. And And had the audience following. Whereas Selfie just had the audience, and I don't know how much of it. Yeah, I like I, I often wonder, because there was that whole campaign, the Save Selfie campaign, mm-hmm. if this was just a... These plows are so loud. Yeah. Also, uh, for our audience at home, <laughs> uh, first of all, who told you where I live? <laughs> Second of all, um, there it has been snowing for, what, the past... Like five hours? I think a little longer. Yeah. And it's going to keep snowing for at least that much time more. Probably, yeah. I like. I wonder <laughs> if the whole like safe selfie campaign was just like the squeaky wheel. Yeah, like it didn't really make any difference. Or a, a vocal minority, as a vocal they say. Minority. And maybe the only reason that we were even aware of it is because we already liked selfie. Like it wasn't probably reaching anyone who wasn't already invested. You know. And, and if it did, to what end? Yeah, I feel like I. <laughs> I feel like I just remember seeing like in the comment section on Hulu people being like. ABC, bring selfie back. And I was like, nobody at ABC is reading the comments <laughs> on this like Hulu page for like episode 12 of selfie. Like, I just don't think this is where they're going. <laughs> I mean, I appreciated the attempt, but anyway. Okay, so talking about episode 13 and it's life on Hulu. And we didn't really talk about this last week, I don't think. Where do you think the show would have gone in episode 14? If there had been an episode 14. Like, not big picture, just like, what would have happened next? If Hulu had just been like, all right, let's keep it going. I think there's the possibility that they would have leaned hard into an Eliza, Freddie, Henry dynamic. Mm -hmm. But I also know that I would not have wanted to watch that. (laughs) I mean, episode 13 is so, as I was saying last week, just so interesting because um, they really set the stage for a healthy, functional relationship between Eliza and Freddie. Mm-hmm. where he's supportive of her and she likes herself for who she is. Um, and Henry on the outskirts almost as like a potential home wrecker character <laughs> to come in. and Him and, and his teen friends. And I'll say, I don't want to see Henry try to break apart a relationship. I think it's a bad look. It's why whenever there's a love triangle, I'm always on the side of the established couple. It's why when I read Twilight, I was Team Edward because I thought that Jacob was a homewrecker. And Jacob could have been like the coolest character. I mean, he was already a werewolf, which is like pretty sick. But like he could have been the coolest character and I still wouldn't have wanted him to end up with Bella because I don't like that idea that you're going to come in and sort of try to undermine what's 
established already. Yeah, I don't think we would have wanted the show to go in a direction where we would start to dislike Henry because I feel like it was setting us up to like, like Henry more, you know, towards the end where he's like starting to make better decisions about like not being so annoying (laughs) yeah so i think the show would have had to go in the direction of like just personal development for both of them i think that's the only way that it would really be satisfying but i think people um i don't know if people would want the love triangle or if they would just expect it well i think one of the things about selfie is there's such a strong will they won't they Mm -hmm. drive almost from episode one Mm -hmm. so with such a with such a large portion of your audience clamoring for this like OTP to like eventually get together Mm -hmm. I think if you don't eventually deliver Mm -hmm. on that you sort of create a bait and switch situation that ultimately Mm -hmm. embitters (laughs) the majority of your audience against a product that you're creating which I feel like didn't happen with selfie because it got canceled and so then the viewer is able to just be like well if it had continued they would have eventually gotten together and they feel good about that like knowing that it would have eventually happened. But like if we actually saw it not happen, I think, yeah, I think people would be mad about it. But I think we'd also like, we'd want, yeah, I I don't know. I don't know what I would have wanted for like right the next episode. But I feel like I would want, this one was all about like Eliza being comfortable with who she is. I feel like an episode more of a Henry focused one. And then that's sort of where it would go from there is like back and forth with like, one where it's mostly focused on Henry, one where it's mostly focused on Eliza. I also, though, feel like you'd have to reestablish the ensemble group because I feel like this episode kind of ignored everyone except for, like, three people. So if they had gotten an episode 14, I feel like that might have been the time when they'd have to reestablish the rest of the group. So spoilers for a sitcom that wrapped up after, like, nine or ten seasons... Uh, and I can't remember what year. It was like the mid-teens. I don't know. No, no, no. Yet. How I Met Your Mother? Oh, uh, I think I just saw that when I was doing my research. I think it ended in like, it was later than you'd think. Yeah, it, like it, it ran for a long time. And yeah. you haven't seen it. I have not really. No. I'm just going to spoil it. That's fine. So um, spoilers, if you don't want to hear it, skip ahead <laughs> like three minutes. You've been warned. So We're going to talk about this for three minutes? I'm just okay. wanna, I want them to be safe. Okay. Um, so the premise of How I Met Your Mother is that Ted is telling his uh, grown kids how he met their mother, and he just goes on and on for years telling this story to his poor children. <laughs> and it turns out that this that their mother has died. That's like part of the reveal at the end is their mother's passed away, and so it's it's this long story about like how he loves her, but like and and how he ended up meeting her. But but then the kids because. It, the first girl he ever dates is this woman named Robin who becomes part of the court cast. Mm-hmm. So they're all hanging out and it's like Ted, Robin, Lily, Marshall, Barney, whatever, and it goes through. And in the final episode, the kids are like, Dad, like I know this was supposed to be a story about how we met our mother, but how come so much of the story is devoted to Aunt Robin? Very little, and which is like obviously like a meta-commentary, is devoted at all to like her actual birth mother. Mm-hmm. And they're like, Dad, you clearly love her. You should go. Go to her. I don't know. <laughs> uh, and, and that's how it ends. So uh, ultimately, oh. it was just like, it was actually a love story about Ted and Robin. Okay. Yeah. And okay. <laughs> which would have been a really, and they had that as the plan the entire time. Mm-hmm. But if they had done that within, after the first two or even three seasons, it would have been like, 
really daring and like successful but because it went on for so long this whole like idea of like who's the mother like really built up and then people are like this sucks i hate it huh because it wasn't really what they thought the show was about right yeah so so i think if i and and i always i'm all about defying genre convention i'm all about sort of um twisting and playing with uh expectations so i think for something like selfie I would have loved to maybe have seen like a hard switch maybe from from this rom-com like will they won't they hmm. sort of situation. Yeah. Okay, so to bring it back to My Fair Lady. So in My Fair Lady, it ends with first Eliza goes with Freddie basically. She like chooses Freddie. Is, is his then, name Frederick? His name is Freddie. Yeah. Oh, okay. In My oh. Fair Lady. Yeah. No, it's Eliza, Freddie, Henry, all the same. Yeah. And then at the very end, she comes back to Henry Higgins. And that's how the play ends. Henry Henry Higgins <laughs> just makes me think of Henry Huggins. <laughs> yes. Of Beverly Cleary fame. This really this really brings it full circle because I feel like we talked about that like, also in our episode, episode one. Yeah. He has a dog named Ribsy. <laughs> yes, I know. <laughs> Whatever happened, like, why aren't people, and maybe they are, and I, I can't confirm this, and, and I'm sure it exists, but, like, why isn't there more... Beverly Cleary fan fiction. Why isn't there more oh. fan fiction and like fan art of like here's Henry and uh Oh like what Beatrice. they'd be like if they were grown up. Yeah, and they're like mm. they get married and like all this stuff. And she wrote these books such a long time yeah. ago, right? ABC, we've got a pitch for you. Grown up Henry but Huggins. Wasn't like Ramona and her father like nineteen ninety five? Oh probably. They like won an yeah. award. Yeah. So like yeah, yeah, they're like it's like the nineties, they're like young in the nineties, so now they're oh wow, they're so old now. Well, okay. If they, yeah, so they'd be like older than us, but not like significantly. We're old. We are old. That's true. Right now we are at our alma mater, and uh, yeah, it's weird because there are all these like young folks here, you know, so living the, the dream. <laughs> the youngest students here um, were born in like the year two thousand. Yeah, it's weird. Anyway, but that's just the state of the world. That has nothing to do with selfie. <laughs> okay, wait. What was I saying? Oh, yeah, my fair lady. If it, I guess it depends how much Selfie wanted to, like, mirror My Fair Lady. Because, really, they just took the names and, like, the basic concept. And then they just, like, totally went a different direction with it. But, like, if they wanted to come back to that, you know. There is, like, a pivotal point in the story where Eliza has to choose either Freddie or Henry. And it's really about, like, what kind of life she wants, basically. So in the play, it's set up that, like, if she marries Freddie, she'll basically be supporting him because he's, like, he grew up, like, son of wealthy people, and they're going to, like, disown him, basically. And he's like, it's fine because it's for love. And she's like, well, it's fine. I'll just, like, open a little shop, and I'll support the both of us because Freddie's, like, not made to work. What do you mean not made to work? Because he's never had to work before. Is he an invalid? Can I say that? (laughs) I don't know if you can say that. But anyway, yeah, if I'm remembering correctly, that's kind of the premise is that like Freddie's really nice and he really loves her, but he's like kind of worthless when it comes to like actually living life, you know? And so then Eliza's kind of faced with like, what kind of life do I want to have? And she realizes like, I mean, maybe this is me reading into it, that like the intellectual connection basically that she had with Henry is like more important than this guy who just like is obsessed with her. So I don't know how much of that they kept in Selfie or how much of that they'd want to keep in Selfie. And that's how the show ends, or the play. The play ends with Henry 
like realizing maybe he did love Eliza, but she's left and he feels like, oh, well, you know, I missed my chance. She left. And then she comes back. And that's how the play ends. Is her like coming back. And he's like, Eliza, give me my slippers. Because that's what she used to do. I don't love that. (laughs) Because she like anticipated that he would need his slippers because she like spent so much time with him. She has developed empathy. She's always had empathy. Anyway, <laughs> I'm not saying I want Selfie to be just like that, but I'm just saying like that's that's kind of where it comes down to in My Fair Lady. It's like two paths that Eliza could take. And the the men in the play just sort of represent that. It's not so much about her picking actually one of them. It's more like, who's Eliza going to be? And that has made all the difference. Uh, yes, good Robert Frost <laughs> reference. But anyway, so I, I guess I could see... It coming down to Eliza realizing that the life with Freddie is very surface level because both of them are like very into appearances and things like that. You know what I mean? So I feel like there is a possibility that she could but, at some point see that but and I be like, oh. The, I, I feel like the finale set it up that he's not just into appearances. True. Because she like cuts her hair and he's just like, oh no, like it looks good. I mean, it looked fine. <laughs> you don't like it. I don't know. Well, she didn't like cut it well she wasn't trying to you know anyway not important yeah so 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 beth would not have chosen eliza is basically what we're we're telling you what what, am i freddie in this situation you're you (laughs) oh anyway no yeah i guess i guess we do see some like character growth for freddie so i feel like already he's not like freddie and my fair lady because freddie and my fair lady his only redeeming quality is how much he likes eliza pretty so, much okay so here's something about the finale that i i kind of want to touch on is it needed to be a finale for both henry and eliza mm-hmm. so as a finale for henry it's him realizing where his true affections lie mm-hmm. and committing to next time i'll be ready yeah. I am going to devote my time and my emotional energy towards uh, trying to um, get together with Eliza. Or, I mean, you could read it differently. It could be he's trying to become the kind of person who could be with Eliza. Right. Rather than saying, like, I'm out to, like, get her. It, it's open to interpretation. Yeah. But I also think that Henry's um, conclusion, as it were, Mm-hmm. is not one tinge with negative emotion. There's a lot of hope there. Yeah. You know, there's just like, there's hope for better things to come in the future. Mm-hmm. Um, Eliza, on the other hand, as, as we've mentioned, uh, Freddie sees her and, and supports her and um, she accepts herself. And I think that that also has to be tinged with positive emotion. I think if it was the sort of situation where it's like Freddie... She, she, oh, she's happy with herself, but then she realizes that um, her relationship with Freddie isn't very good, and he's just like, mm-hmm. "Oh, babe, I what did you do?" And she's like, "I, I like it, okay. I, I love the way I look." And he's like, "Whoa, okay, like I, I like it too." And it's kind, of, you know, I think that leaves you with a with a sour taste in your mouth, mm-hmm. and that's not how you want to end. Even even a mid season finale, it's mm-hmm. it's like a weird place to end on, especially as a finale. Yeah. So. Because both characters had to end in a good place, it is, I think, difficult to then pick things up again because there's seemingly no source of conflict or drama. Yes. So if they had been given like, oh, finish out the season, do 10 more or something like that, they would have had to create some more drama, basically. Yeah, essentially. Yeah. Yeah. 
which would not have been hard to do because I feel like there's a lot of simmering drama. I mean, we already mentioned like the possibility of a love triangle. Like that's kind of right there for them. And just, you know, Eliza has had this like revelation, like how does that translate into how she acts at work and stuff like that? How does that translate into how she interacts with Henry? So I've sort of given my impression on myself doing a full rewatch for the first time in like X number of years, I guess like five, 2014. Yeah, four and a half years. Yeah. Um, so my impressions again were that it's both better and worse than what I remembered. Mm-hmm. What are your sort of takeaways after doing this podcast and, and watching this show again for the X time? <laughs> yeah, so I mean, this is probably like my fourth rewatch through it. Because um, it, it's really quick to rewatch through. <laughs> and it's like nostalgic for me. Um, I think watching it as closely as we did, you know, like taking notes on every episode is not something that I did any of the other times. Obviously, I'm not weird. Um, I think I picked up more on the subtlety of the humor this time, which I didn't necessarily remember. I remember just being like, oh, that's the kind of show that like makes me feel good. You know what I mean? Like I remember it being like a real feel good sitcom, which is what I look for in TV for the most part. But I don't think I picked up on, like, how good the, like, subtle jokes were until I was, like, really listening for them. So I appreciated that and would have liked to see that develop. I feel like we didn't get a chance to, like, fully see where that would have gone because it seemed like they were still kind of figuring out the humor. But I think the more we talk about it, the more I realize that, like, from episode to episode, even just the cast was so inconsistent. I think that that's part of the reason that people didn't get on board with it as much as they could have because like you couldn't really grow to care that much about anyone besides Henry and Eliza because they were like there one episode not there the next episode you know so I think if they had leaned more into like really using their ensemble cast and making sure they were consistently in the episodes I think that could have made a difference I don't I don't know if they would have gotten renewed but I think that it would have made the show stronger, definitely, if they had leaned more into that. So I have another question and and sort of discussion that you will need to pull your phone out for. Okay. So we've talked a lot in the episodes leading up to this finale about if Selfie were to come back, what would we want it to be like? All the different iterations, whether as as a stage play, as a musical, as a film, as a Netflix sort of like direct, like web only kind of series. But I think it's worth discussing the reality that we were provided given Selfie's cancellation. Because Selfie was canceled, what were the people involved able to do oh, instead? And, okay. and I'll okay. do, I'll, I actually will look okay. up a little bit. Okay. Okay. So in 2015, Eliza was in, she was in, not Eliza, but Karen Gillan was in The Big Short. Okay, so Karen Gunn was also in Guardians of the Galaxy. That was before. Volume 2. But I mean, I mean, like, immediately after Selfie was canceled. You're saying, like, anything I just mean in Selfie? general, like, okay. like without yeah. without having to be tied down mm-hmm. to Guardians of the Galaxy 2, Jumanji. Jumanji made so much money. I still haven't Infinity seen it. War. I hear it's good. It's good. It's good. I liked it. I, I saw that one in a theater with, like, two other people in the whole theater because it was right after I got movie pass. So I was like, I'm going to try this out and go see Jumanji. And uh, it was not popular at the time. When Does I was movie pass still work? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> a little bit of a sore subject. It technically works. I used it like two weeks ago 
but you just have to want to see a movie that's available on MoviePass, and you have to buy your tickets like before 10 in the morning because after a little while, um, they just tell you there's no movies left. So to answer your question, no, not really. But it was nice while it lasted. Yeah, so all of the Avengers she's been in, and then Jumanji, and then also apparently a Jumanji sequel that's coming out this year, according to IMDb. So the creator of Selfie is Emily Kapnick. And this, I did not know, she actually created As Told by Ginger. It's a cartoon. Oh, I haven't seen it. Okay, well. (sighs) Okay, so after Selfie, she was given a pilot commitment for Frontman, a new Fox series uh, created by her and Elizabeth Banks. And I will say, it probably didn't come to fruition because there is no Wikipedia link for Frontman. (laughs) But she also developed uh, the ABC series Splitting Up Together. Mm-hmm. which premiered March 2018, stars Jenna Fisher, or Pam, of The Office fame, and Oliver oh. Hudson, who is some guy. I don't, know. <laughs> I don't really care, to be honest. I didn't realize that uh, Also, character. Bobby Lee. And I will say that this show had two seasons. Had? It's done? Uh, I l- thought it was still l- on. I don't know. I'm checking. Really interesting. Okay, so the first season aired March 27th, 2018, only had eight episodes. The second, but it still got a second season. The second season aired October 16th, 2018, same year, with 18 episodes. Huh. So they started it mid-season, really, last year, just to, like, try it out. And it did well enough that they brought it back in the fall. And let me just check here. Um, yeah, and, and it's still going. So the second season is still ongoing. Right. So it appears that this is Emily Kapnick. I mean, I think... As far as I am concerned, as told by Ginger, which ran for several years, is sort of her uh, her claim to fame. Hmm. But what do, what do I know? Okay. All right. So, do you want an update on what John Cho has done since then? Well, I, mean, I, you probably I know, know that he's done <laughs> Searching, which yeah. is so good. Which is very good. If you haven't seen it, what are you doing? It's on DVD now, so you can get it from uh, you know your DVD rental place. Uh, he also, obviously, the Star Trek, still in Star Trek. Also, that one episode of New Girl, which I'm just remembering how mad episode. I am about that. Because he <sighs> because he started New Girl, and I was like, oh, wow, John chose a New Girl. It looks like him and Zoe Deschanel are having a little bit of a meet-cute. Like, yes, maybe something's going to happen here. they totally here. did. And then he never came back, and I was livid. I know. I know. I remember that. I was I was very mad about that as well, because I was like, yes, John chose in another show. And and, and another and a show that's um and, and a show that's a sitcom yeah and with sort of like a romantic yeah. bent to it yeah uh, also the movie Columbus that was pretty good I heard it was good I haven't yeah. seen it yet yeah I saw it yeah also other things that are happening now another Star Trek sequel is happening is that a Grudge Grudge coming out this year he's the voice of I don't know a dragon in a movie called The Wish Dragon and searching mostly searching these are bad. That's why I'm not talking about that. <laughs> <laughs> Beth, we're not gonna we're not gonna cherry pick. So John Cho, John Cho uh, also starred in the Exorcist TV series. I believe he was a priest, which I actually think is kind of cool. He was in a movie called Literally Right Before Aaron in 2017, which s- sounds bad, but I don't know. Maybe it was good. It. He starred someone called Mark. It got a 4.6 out of 10. That's bad. Uh, he was in a movie called Gemini, 2017. He was on a show called difficult people yeah it's a billy eichner thing i think that's a hulu original actually i think billy eichner is so funny 
just yells a lot. Yeah. I, I like him as Craig. He oh, was the, in a movie he's called in the Oath? A Happening of Monumental Proportions from 2017, and he played a Mr. Ramirez. What? Which doesn't make a lot. This movie had starred Keanu Reeves and Jennifer Garner and Katie Holmes and Allison Janney. And John Cho. And Common. What is this movie? Rob Riggle, Anders Holm, Kumail Nanjiani. Well, you what? know what? Kumail Nanjiani is honestly just in everything, but just in like the smallest roles. Yeah. <laughs> Wacky. Anyway. John Cho chooses some interesting projects. That's all I'm going to say. I, yeah, I do feel like John Cho, he's one of those actors who like, if he's in something, he really wants to be in it. He's not going to just be in like in everything. this movie? He was in a movie called Caller ID Entity, which... Maybe it's a personal friend of his or something. Who's his fr- personal friend? Is it Nathan Bexton? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, the oh, person sure. making the movie. You okay? Yeah, I'm certain. I am really excited for his Twilight Zone episode. So Jordan Peele is producing it. Really? He's going to be the host of the show. And okay. wait until you look at the people who are going to be in it. All right. I have to admit, I don't really understand how the Twilight Zone works. It's just like a series yeah. of unconnected stories. Okay. So it's it, Okay. Yeah. That's what I was asking, I guess. Untitled Star Trek sequel may actually not ever be made. Really? Why? They keep talking about it. Because they're thinking maybe they're just going to reboot the film franchise. Like all new actors. Yes. They're remaking The Grudge. This has been a really fun episode of uh, We're Scrolling Through IMDb. You can just cut a, lot, a <laughs> yeah, lot of this. I probably will. Your original question was, what have they done that they would not have been able to do if Selfie had kept going? Did you look up Karen Gillan? Yeah. I already talked about that. She did nothing. She has been in a bunch of Avengers Avengers movies, and she was in a Jumanji. Okay, what else do we need to talk about? That's so funny. I mean, it's probably dry. It probably just comes with the table. I I believe you that that marker is dry. You don't need to do that. Here, put that Uh, away. Okay, so I brought up the last two things to talk about, so it's it's Um, all yours, Jam. Sounds like a sprinkler. (laughs) Okay. If you had to pick, like, Top five things that happened on Selfie in the Do whole you mean series. Moments. Moments. Yeah. What? Are, are those not things that have happened? <laughs> I guess so. Uh, well, because I was gonna say I was gonna say like comedy bits, you know that. Happened. Oh, comedy bits. But but then I thought I will open it up to anything that happened on Selfie. How about we go back and forth? Because I think okay. one person coming up with five, it would be annoying for me personally. Okay. So uh, I think one think of the most memorable and also best moments in Selfie is Karen Gillan singing Chandelier. Okay. And, and sort of the montage, I guess, that takes place directly afterwards. It's just mm-hmm. really powerful. And whoever covered that version did a beautiful job. That's definitely like top five moments of the whole series for me. My, I guess... Number five out of five? I don't know. One of mine actually was, I think it was episode two, when Henry gets addicted to Facebook. Because that was like one of the first times in this series that Henry has like an obvious flaw. And I feel like the way John Cho acted it, where he was like trying to hide it, but like was really falling into it. And like the way the way he acted, that was very funny. And I also feel like that was the first chance in the series that John Cho got to, like, be the comedic center. And so, yeah, that's when my top five is when he got addicted to Facebook and when his mom is his first friend, just like in life. I really enjoyed that. <laughs> so, again, I'm kind of picking some of the more serious moments. <laughs> um, but th- the moment where um, Eliza is sort of goading Henry 
romantically and he uh, grabs her around the waist. Mm-hmm. And I, I think it's really telling for a series in which neither of the leads actually like kiss mm-hmm. or are physically intimate in a way that people would describe physical intimacy. Mm-hmm. I think that moment, I think that moment might even have been better than like a lot of on-screen kisses. I thought it was like really, really mm-hmm. effective. And, like, really masterfully acted by both parties. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and memorable, too. Like, that's one of those things that, like, sticks with you after the end of the series. We've obviously talked about all of these things because we've talked about every episode. But when Sam Saperstein is trying to, like, set Henry and Eliza up and he keeps, like, mentioning how great they would be together. I guess that's in the episode where they go to Sam's villa. I feel like his meddling was actually very interesting. Um, just And we kind of talked about how like it's weird for the boss to be that invested. But I feel like as far as the show goes, his being invested was something I would have actually liked to see more of. But I liked in that episode like how he was trying to help Henry see that Eliza was good for him, basically. I already have my next one after this. We're just going to do five apiece, okay? Yeah, okay. <laughs> you, do you uh, have your next one yet? I, I'll think about it while you're talking. Okay, I'm just going to say it really fast. So I, oh. I thought this was really great. Again, an, uh, another John Cho moment. <laughs> it's when Henry Higgs is at the Blues Traveler concert. Oh, and he's yeah. like, he's talking to um, Julia. And he's just like, yeah, you know, whatever. Blues Traveler, I used to like them. And then the band starts. And he like immediately like bursts into song. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then Ron Funches is there too. Uh, it's very funny. Yeah. And introduced me to a genre of music I still don't listen to. <laughs> Blues? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I, I thought of mine. Okay. Um, my number three is when Henry is trying to help Larry with his uh, flash mob. And he has a breakaway suit with another identical <laughs> suit underneath. And for some reason, that like really killed me because it just looked exactly the same. So yeah, his breakaway suit with another suit underneath. Mine, well, I already have mine. You're going to have to think about Okay, okay. Um, so <laughs> my other favorite moment is actually not really a Henry moment at all. It is from the same episode. It is when Larry is crashing at Henry's place and Larry's like, oh, let's go out on the on the town. Let's like party. And Henry's like, oh, no, just, you know, sleep in here. I don't really want to do any of that. And he shuts off the lights and then he hears like crying and he turns the lights back on. And like Larry has like constructed a shrine yes. in like zero seconds flat and he's crying. Yeah, yeah, that was very I, good. like yeah. to me. That's one of the all-time funniest moments <laughs> on the entire series. And then, like, I mean, I'm still talking about yours. This is not my own, but just like the way Henry reacts, where he's like so uncomfortable with human emotion, he's just like, uh, oh, like, uh, now I have to do something. <laughs> yeah, that's good. Actually, I mean, I might just be thinking this because it happened recently, but the interactions between Eliza and her sister Bethany were actually really good like just getting that insight into Eliza like why she is the way she is was really interesting and I actually feel like the person who they found to play Bethany was really good at playing that part of being like a loving and caring older sister but also like you understand why Eliza resented her so much so yeah that that whole episode really was a good way to like shed some light on Eliza's psychology i guess okay so this is my last one and i don't have one ready (laughs) okay all right this this moment isn't as strong as my other ones but it is very funny to me the episode where freddie 
Sam Saperstein and Henry are all on the elevator, and <laughs> Freddie is like, "You have to surprise your body." Yeah. <laughs> and so he's like, "Oh, my body's not gonna expect me to start doing push-ups." And he starts doing push-ups, and then Sam Saperstein starts doing squats. Yeah. And what what does Henry start doing? <laughs> he starts doing jumping jacks and going like, "Oh, this... like my blood vessels." <laughs> no, or something. but he says it with a French accent. He's like, <laughs> he's like, "So that's that's your number one." That's, it's not that's, my number. That's, it's my fifth. That's one of yours. One of my top five. five. Okay, so I thought of. My number five is when Eliza and Henry are babysitting Kevin and they have to go through his like nighttime routine, which includes singing Ease on Down the Road from The Wiz. And then every time they turn the lights off, he cries like Eddie Murphy. (laughs) And that is just like, it's a great scene because it's the first time you see Eliza and Henry really like working together outside of work. So it's like good for like establishing their relationship, but also... Kevin is very funny to me. I don't know why. There's just something about this like little kid that is so funny to me. So yeah, that's that's my fifth one. <laughs> All right, this is the last question because we've gone on a little long on this very special episode <laughs> and last episode of self-evaluation if you had access to the same cast and I've not thought about this at all. Okay. <laughs> if you had access to the same cast and were able to create a different project, oh, what wow. would that project be? Wow. Okay, so it'd be a, a Beverly Cleary. <laughs> no, <laughs> I'm just joking. Hmm, well, that's a good question. Well, same cast. Same, same cast. Same exact cast, including the whole... Whoever, whoever Everybody, everybody who's been want. in it at all. Yeah. Okay, and different concept. Interesting. I kind of like the idea of having it based on something else that's like somewhat of a classic and reviving it but i think that's just because that's where my mind is right now so i'm assuming karen gillen and john cho are still the leads if I you mean, want them to be who else would be terrence and charlie terrence and charlie are the leads <laughs> it's like a it's like a buddy cop <laughs> uh, no um hmm it's still a tv show or it's anything i want we're gonna say anything we're just gonna open it up okay all right okay i'm gonna base it on what I think John Cho would be. Does that make sense? And then I'll build around that. So, okay, no. Oh, got it. Okay. So we take that episode of New Girl where John Cho was like a very principled lawyer and we replace Jessica Day with Karen Gillan being someone trying to get out of jury duty. But then she has second thoughts because he like gives her that speech. And then they have that whole thing where they get sequestered. Okay. But he's also they i don't know how sequestered juries work anyway we turned that into a show (laughs) sequester her because she was pregnant well yeah yeah and then also wrote out john cho because she was pregnant stupid he could have still been in it when they brought it back and it would have been like okay seeing john cho cho and jake johnson on screen would have been so funny yeah ah anyway yeah so that's that's the show so john cho's a lawyer Karen Gillan's trying to get out of jury duty, but she has second thoughts. She stays on. It becomes like a whole long thing. And then it's like a courtroom thing. So everybody else who's in the ensemble and Selfie is the jury with Karen Gillan. Oh, wow. Oh, a jury sitcom. Yeah. That's very interesting. All right. Hit me up, ABC. But like, don't ask me to do any work. I don't want to do any work. Just make that happen. Um, I wanted to come up with a show that allowed Karen Gillan to use her normal accent oh okay so i kind of want to do a show where no because then everyone has to do scottish accents (laughs) true 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 okay you just tell your idea i won't interrupt um i want to do 
like a time travel show where okay. the all of the cast are like people from different parts of history. Like that show with that guy from Happy Endings. Adam Pally. Yeah. What was that show called? I don't know. It he got has canceled. a duffel bag that he can travel through time in. What? Like, it's a duffel bag? Yeah, it's a duffel bag. I never he saw gets any trailers or anything. He, he goes in the duffel bag? He goes inside the duffel bag. With Calvin and, and Hobbes. He, I guess so. Yeah. A bag it, got, it got like six episodes, which were like confusing. Wasn't it him, a black girl, and like, or like a black, black guy, guy, and a Jewish woman or something? There's this whole thing about how like. No, no, they take a woman from the past and bring her to the future because she had like a sad life during the Revolutionary War. So in this, you know what? I'm just going to make this a cartoon. A cartoon? You're going to have John Cho in it and you're going to waste it? He's still drawn as John Cho. <laughs> um, I just, okay, I like children's television and I like the idea that they're all providing voices and it's a boy who has to do his history homework and he's like, oh, I wish I had a time machine. And so he like brings them all from, or a magical history book or something. Okay. So they're all like historical figures and they're all, this little boy tries to like hide them and they're like going out into the world and they don't understand. <laughs> like, oh, they come from out the past. Of the book. Sure. And now they yeah. live in the right. real world. I don't know okay. if there are any prominent. Yeah, I was going to say, she, like, can you give me some examples of like Scottish? who they would be? Yeah, she's Scottish. That, who so, like, is a Scottish woman? Mary Queen, Queen. of Scots. There we go. That's who she John. is. That's who she is. Who's John Cho? John Cho is, I don't know. I don't know Korean people. Uh, He's that dragon boat guy. I don't know. What? What dragon boat boats. Guy? Koreans? What? Dragon boats? You don't know anything about dragon boats? Why are you saying if that? If you talk like to that? Korean people, they're very proud of the dragon boats. And that sounds like a racist thing for me to say, but it's 100% <laughs> true. Because okay. they invented these... Like a boat that has like a dragon on the Turtle front? ships. You know, what? they have... They, they had like this armor armored top sort of like a turtle so they're almost like tank ships with cannons all around the outside and they defeated the japanese uh navy this is back when people still use like cannons and swords and spears and stuff okay (laughs) anyway he's so he would invent dragon boats i i don't know he's just you know he's just a prominent korean i it's fine it's fine (laughs) okay so it's a cartoon it's a cartoon john cho looks exactly like john cho everyone's drawn everyone's drawn the way that they look Okay. So Larry is still <laughs> still Larry. <laughs> Larry, and I don't know who he is. Okay, so I've been rewatching season one of Brooklyn Nine Nine, and uh, Brian Husky is in it. Of course. And he plays. Isn't he a criminal? Isn't <laughs> no, he... he plays the like lawyer who basically is evicting Jake because he like has to buy his apartment, and so he's like talking to him, and he's like, "Oh, you like." didn't get the letters and and jake is like well you know our generation you know you gotta you gotta text and he's like i'm in the same direct same generation (laughs) as you and he's like what but you're so and he kind of like points to him and he's like did you just point at my bald spot (laughs) (laughs) and then at the end jake is like you still got a full head of hair and he's like no stop (laughs) so anyway that's your um (laughs) auditory recap of uh, a moment that happened in Brooklyn Nine-Nine like four years ago. Anyway, what were we talking about? Uh, just mine, Mine's a time travel children's oh, show. Right. I just want okay. them to yeah. lend their voices and also it. their faces. I, I would watch that. And yeah. bodies, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't know who they're, I don't know who everyone's going to be. I just think it's yeah. a fun idea. So this very long episode uh, is finally coming to a close. And Not Finally. I don't know how much of this episode you're cutting down, but I think it's going to be pretty long. But you just can't say finally coming to a close. It doesn't sound good. Like they suffered through this. You could say, unfortunately, 
close. <laughs> Carry on, though. Go ahead. Um, so this podcast is at long last <laughs> coming Sadly. to a close. Yeah. And I would just want to thank you for enduring <laughs> the past several minutes. Yeah. But it is, but it is um, with somewhat of a heavy heart that. I say goodbye to all of our self-evaluation listeners. Yeah. And I can't even, at this point in time, I can't even say, if you want to hear more from me, head over to scoobydudes.com. Where you, can, because yeah, you, you need to just get your own Twitter, Evan. I have my own Twitter. You're not going to share it, though. Wait, at the Scooby Dudes? No, I mean, like, just you. Like, you personally oh, should get on Twitter. I, what no. am I going to do with it? You can see all of the quality content that I put on Twitter. I already follow you. The point is, this is this is kind of bittersweet for me because I've been doing podcasts nonstop since March of 2017. And yeah. this is going to be the last podcast I'm going to do for the somewhat foreseeable future. And it's sad because yeah. I like Selfie and I liked talking about it with you, Beth. Thank you. And uh, creating this podcast. And I know that not a lot of people listen to it, but it has been... A labor of like. <laughs> okay. It's been, it's it's been a it's been a labor. It's been a labor. Wow! 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 Um, <laughs> we're we're going out I've done, on I've some done conflict. <laughs> comparably very little work on this podcast. Yeah. I'm grateful to Beth for editing it. I've had a very good time, and and again, not a ton of people have listened to this. Uh, but I, I am really grateful for the people who have, and I hope yeah. that you've enjoyed it because we have gotten no feedback. <laughs> We've gotten a little feedback have on we? Twitter. Yeah. A few, really? a few people on Twitter have said that. How come you never yeah. say it on the podcast? I retweet it. <laughs> Why don't you ever Do say it on the podcast? <laughs> I follow you on Twitter, us yeah. on Twitter. Yeah. Anyway, but okay. why? But like, I just don't. Why weren't you like anyway. saying like, oh, thank you for at such and such well. for like too late now but anyway yeah. thank you to anyone who's talked to us on twitter all the selfie fans out there i didn't know i'm sorry yeah uh yeah this has been very fun this is my first podcast that i've done and it's been really fun to relive selfie and to talk about it with you evan and to talk about it with you whoever's listening um yeah i guess if you missed anything you can still go back still on soundcloud you can still get on whatever podcasting apps you use um, all of them but spotify i i'm pretty sure i've i got all the big ones who listens to podcasts on spotify anyway i do okay never mind <laughs> uh yeah i guess you can still follow us on twitter at selfie pod i don't know if i'll post anything there but if i make or find any selfie gifts i guess this is just going to be like a selfie fan account now which i'm not sure how i feel about that but like i can accept it also so yeah, you can also just follow me on Twitter. It's Beth underscore Larder. And I might talk about selfie still because it's still one of my top interests. Uh, I write because I stopped podcasting. I write more now. So if you go to culturewarreporters.com, that's my blog. I blog about pop culture. Yeah. So thank you for listening. Uh, thank you for supporting selfie and selfie evaluation. <laughs> I just say thanks. We just say thanks for listening. Yeah. In yeah. unison. Sure. Okay. You know, that's what we're going <laughs> to do. We're going to get it this okay. time. Okay. Ready. Are you going to count down to it? Three, two, one. Thanks, Thanks for, for listening. listening. Nailed it. Okay. Perfect.